I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five star reviews. Can verify authentication. Golden full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins, solvents, heavy metals, microbials, foreign matter. Get serious. Serious CBD. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask refuse to stay at home we will not comply with fauci we will not comply with joe biden and we will not comply with authoritarian governors i am not going to comply this ends now
a dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, filing other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is the music of a people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. Will you join our crusade? Who will be strong and stand with me? Beyond the barricade, is there a world you long to see? Then join in the fight that will give you the right to be free. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men?
You sure this is the right place to recruit for a militia? God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Money! 
Welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved, better half. V. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. Yeah, a little money there. Uh, we got some new money stuff going on that we got to talk about tonight, which just makes things wonderful. But we also have another money story involved in that, which is going to blow all your minds. But before we get to anything, there's something I have to address. Um, I know that a lot of you guys probably, especially in the Rumble chat, he sometimes jumps in the pill chat. Uh, our friend, uh, Mr. Hall, 916, he hasn't been around in a while. Mm -hmm. um, well, this is why. We have a new we Patriot a baby. to add to the family. The baby. And the baby's damned cute. <laughs> Look at him. With the tongue out already. <laughs> so everybody, when you see him, congratulate Mr. Hall. He is a grandfather. Um, he will be raising a young pup in the wolf pack. Yep. Yes. Yay for him is correct. It came Sunday night. I, I got the, the message Monday morning, unfortunately, because he sent it to me over Instagram. My shit's not set up to alert me because I hate it. Um, anyway, I said, uh, holy snot, congrats. Beautiful. Good luck, little one. Hopefully we, you, we leave you some sort of world behind. He said, I'll be raising this bear, a fighting savage. He'll grow up knowing the legend of Dick Punch. I said, okay. Excellent. So as long as you remember to call him doctor. Good to go. Anywho. Hello, Liana. God is good. You're absolutely right. Jessupi, and life of Brian, classical check over on the pill. How's everyone doing? MJ, Lindsay, Griff, LG, Cisco, Sparky. God is good. That is uh, mm -hmm. a great thing. It's a good thing to see. And apparently we're going to be meeting another baby that was born, the nine pound behemoth. <laughs> yes, Beth Ann. Or the 10 pound um, bowling ball. Attention seeker. Yes. She's uh, she's coming over on Friday with the whole family. So, so we get gonna, to meet the, the new the little one. Yep. This behemoth of a child. Mm -hmm. So, yep. yes. Yeah. He'll probably be walking and talking by now. <laughs> I was about to say, if he doesn't come in with a cigarette in his mouth, I'm going to be a little pissed off. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I'm all fucked up again. This is so ridiculous. I don't know what's up with this eye this week, but something bit me like right in the corner of my eye. We're like right here, probably while I was sleeping on the porch yesterday, last night. You're um, probably a mosquito. Probably a mosquito. Anyway, the whole under part of my eye has been swollen all day. It sucks. Um, it's okay though. Sounds horrible. It, it sounds like kind of sounds like a you problem though. You got to be honest. With you. I mean, I just you kind of fucked around and found out. You fucked I've, around I've at a level one. Day. You found out at a level one. You know, it's been a rough week for this eye. Yeah, it's getting its ass kicked. Soon we'll be calling you right eye and not left eye anymore. Oh, shit. Maybe we will call you left eye or lack thereof a left eye. Mm, yeah, 
No shit. Man. Anyway. Anywho. Hmm. So, uh, Jack Offsmith managed to crush POTUS' birthday, but not his spirit. Well, really. I don't know about I that. Say that. I don't think he's crushed anything. <clears throat> actually, I, I think I may have identified the problem with our video. It's actually doing really well. Yeah, because I fixed it. Oh, yeah? What did you do? Yeah, they uh, kicked us back to standard definition. Oh. And when I realized that, and we don't have a standard definition on these cameras. Yeah. Uh, because Justin told me what camera to buy, and I did. And I yeah. bought exactly the camera he told me to buy, yeah, yeah. even though I was like, that is ridiculously expensive. Anyway, these don't it have really a was. standard definition camera setting. So if it tries to broadcast in standard definition, there'll be a lag on the screen. I, that's why it's doing better. Look at So go. when I go into their settings, yeah. because they were the ones that redid the settings and said, hey, don't touch. Yeah, fuck you. Watch this. Okay. I'm going to fuck with your settings. Anyway. Pieces of shit. So Anywho. I've been in an eye patch before, Sparky. Um, the last time I scratched my cornea, which was really bad um, the time before this. And then I was in an eye, an eye patch for a couple weeks. Two weeks. Uh, uh, you remember fuck, that? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I was damn near almost in one at a... I fell asleep with my contacts in my eye. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I rolled my contact in my eye and it uh, cut my cornea. Yeah. That was not fun for about three days. Yep. I pretty much slept for three days because I couldn't do anything can't else. I your eyes. Couldn't open all my eye at all. Sleep. I was like, oh, my God, I can't even open my eyes. Yep. Anyway. And I even tried going to work that day, too. Mm -hmm. That was a ri ridiculous part. As I tried going to work, I got to about noon. And I was like, yeah, I can't even drive. I can't even keep my eyes open to, to drive. I was like, I got to go home. Uh, Sparky's asking what camera? Uh, the Canon. Um, it was the original cameras or something. Yeah, the Canon. It was the original cameras that he told well, me to go we'll, with. We'll uh, take a picture and send it to you on. Dude, I, I don't fucking Sparky. know, bro. Yeah. Dude, that yeah. shit was. He he told me he's like, dude, this is what you have to do. He said, yeah, your your camera sucks. He's like, this is what you got to do. He laid out what I had to go get. I was like, okay. And then I got some extra stuff, but. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's how it always happens. And then I got more shit than he had. And then he got jealous. And then he was just like, all right, now I've got to go get one because I've always, I've had this stream deck since like day one. And then I showed him mine and he's like, holy Jesus, <laughs> what do you do with all those buttons? I said, dude, I have, oh, we have all the, buttons. I have like 11 pages of buttons that I can program into this thing. Mm -hmm. And I haven't even touched the surface of what I can do with it. And, uh, so immediately he was like, Dick envy. He had to go get one. So he got one. And then he's just like, how do I use it? I was like, dude, actually it's really, it works really a lot. Like Liana's show would do so well with this because she runs her show straight through OBS and this can run your whole OBS studio. All you got to do is press buttons Yep. and you can go through every clip you've got plus some, and there's no transition change. It looks professional. The outcome is exactly what you want. And you don't ever hear the double click of a mouse because you mm -hmm. just push a button. It's ridiculous. Um, but it also takes about two hours to load that mm -hmm. just that way alone. Now, been awake forever says I slept in my contacts forever. No problems. Uh, I tell you what, I slept in my contacts for probably a solid, what, 20 years. Mm -hmm. And then one day I developed an ulcer on my eye from them. And uh, my doctor was like, yeah, you can't ever sleep in your contacts again or you will lose your eye. And ever since then, I've been religious about taking my contacts out every night before I go to bed. So even when I can't find my glasses, because <laughs> it's really bad. And then she walks so. around 
bumping into things for yeah. 20 minutes so uh, it's really it's, funny because i move shit just to put it in front of her she can't I'm see a goddamn so thing blind. anyway i'm so blind even with my contacts i'm pretty blind so it's kind of ridiculous anyway uh fuck around and find out so this is some craziness babe you're gonna like this this is uh oh i thought well, well hold on before we even get into fuck around and find out okay. before we even get into that because there's something else i want to address here what's that there's an article that went out and this is really important I'm sorry, I gotta, I gotta bring this up. You want to get to that? Oh yeah, right off the bat, because it's all about money tonight. <sighs> Look, folks, <laughs> the biggest news story came out today, and it didn't come out of Fox News. It didn't come out of the Bongino report. It didn't come out of anywhere else. It came out of this location right here, the TrendingPoliticsNews.com. Mm -hmm. Apparently, the only people anymore doing an ounce of journalism. Well, the trendingnewspolitics.com decided to go FOIA Joe Biden's tax returns for the last eight years. In 2017, Joe Biden had a magical bump of $10 million magically was reported on his taxes. So I guess we can't get him on tax evasion because he reported the $10 million bribe. But no, now we have the money. We know where the money went. We've got it. All $10 million he claimed on his fucking... Oh, and by the way, James Comer's already got this information too, by the way, just in mm -hmm. case you're all wondering. Yep. So yeah. holy shit. Mm -hmm. We have the bribe money. We know where the bribe... It's real. It happened. It happened. The bribe happened. What did we say yesterday was one of the things you can be impeached for. And the Bribery. forefathers were specific about it. Bribery. Bribery. Bribery, bribery, bribery. All right. Republicans, we've done your legwork. Fucking do We've something. got the evidence. Let's move in with the impeachment charges. This should be automatic. It should be. I say that. They've already been read out on the floor. Just continue on with Ogle's impeachment. I, I say that, but I doubt it. But oh, Republicans, rhinos. No, they're too busy talking about Trump. Trump lives rent-free in their head, and they just they, they have no room for anything else. Right? No, rhinos, right now, you got to do something. This is it. This is Fisher cut bait time. You, you done. You, if you don't move forward with this, and we've got the deets for it. We've got his taxes, 10 million. Not remember. I didn't say it was five. Remember I told you all it was 10. How did I get that number? Cause I got that from somebody else. $10 million. Mm -hmm. hmm. $10 million. No, 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 no. But arbitrarily, right arbitrarily. It's an arbitrary posting $10 million. And the, you mean, so wait a minute. He he recorded this in his taxes, right? Mm -hmm. There's no line item. Doesn't say where it came from. Doesn't say what it is. Aren't you okay. supposed to do hold that? Hold on, hold on. Tell me something. Yeah. How did the IRS not investigate this? How did this look for all the financial nerds out there? For because all those guys that are really good with numbers. Care. For all those guys that are really good with numbers. Tell me something. How did we not ask a question about this? There has to be a reason. And oh, don't tell me, oh, well, it's Joe Biden's vice president. No, bullshit. No, they didn't. They You don't do that to Republicans, motherfuckers. You sure as hell don't do that to anybody else that speaks out against the government. 
You anally go through our tax records. So wait a minute, stop. This should never have happened. There should have been so many red flags going off with this. It should have been like four fireworks on the 4th of fucking July. And it sure as hell wasn't. And either the IRS is complicit, which I'm beginning to believe more and more and more that the IRS is complicit. You think? And not only is the IRS complicit, but that means normally they have a Leo or a Fleo from the, normally from the FBI, especially in their big criminal cases. That means that that, which doesn't surprise me, but that FBI guy was dirty as well. Well, yeah, because he was too busy auditing conservatives during the Obama era to worry about what you know, I think Joe that, put on his taxes. I think Congress needs to get a committee on the IRS. Mm. I think the IRS needs to be audited by the American people. I think we need to know everything the IRS has done. I think we need to know them inside and out. I think we need to see the tax code and what sense the fucking tax code makes because it doesn't make any sense. Where the money's going, I want a full accounting where every American dollar has been spent in the last 20 years. Good luck with that. You as really an American, I believe, I think, hey, as an American, I think we should be able to ask that of our government at any time. I, I, th I agree, but I think we should do it for as long as Joe's been in Congress. You know. Well, that's 120 years. Or 570, depending on what day of the week it is. <laughs> what mood he's in. Or what timeline he's in. Because I completely, exactly. I'm almost beginning to believe that he might be one of those guys that can float through timelines. Uh, you know, he. You know, the, the, the movie, the movie with the hats, the guys with the hats. With Matt Damon when he was a politician. Uh -huh. You remember that? Yeah. What, does anybody remember that name, the name of that movie? Remember how they, if they had the hat on, they could use any door and basically step across timelines. That's what they were doing. By going back and forth in, in the future and shit, they were essentially stepping across timelines. I wonder if that shit's true. I wonder if that's real. I wonder if there are people out there that can step across the timelines and maybe we can, maybe we think about them as time travelers, like, like they come from the future, but all they're really doing is just stepping dimensionally across timelines. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. What if that's a real thing? Be weird to see. Mm. Well, let's fuck around and find out it then. All right. This is, um, you're going to, you're going to like this one, babe. Alrighty, like three one thirteen to three thirteen. What? Do you, I am going into work, my man. Why are you trying to pull me over as I'm going? Because you're work? going eighty and a forty-five. I am going into work. Okay, where are you going? What does to work it look for? like I am dressed for? I have. What no, does it look like I am dressed for? My name is Deputy Hilton, and they see your driver's license. No. Okay. Three one thirteen. Copy at ten fifty. Temper, I got a city, uh, Orlando PD, taking off from a traffic stop. Uh, it's going to be X-ray Fox Rod 6207, XF 6207. Refuse to stop. Yeah, well, guess what? Look, all right, so. He was, he was relieved from his job, by the way. Here are some rules as cops. Like, look, you can't break the law, period. Even in your city cop car, if there's, look, everybody knows if there's a fucking 
call going on. They all know. You can't just run lights and sirens anywhere you want. It doesn't work that way. So, a lot of them try. Here's the continuation of the story. Um, that The cop that refused to give his license, his name is Shawani. Uh, Shaoni, I don't know, S-H-A-O-U-N-I. It's obviously a guy. Yeah. Shawnee drove away, followed by the deputy. He activated his emergency lights and had to drive at speeds over 90 miles an hour to reach Shawnee, who initially refused to pull over. The police officer was arrested on charges of resisting an officer, reckless driving, and fleeing a law enforcement officer with active sirens, according to court records. Shawnee has since been relieved of duty ahead of the internal investigation and criminal case against mm -hmm. him. Fuck around and Good find on. out. Mm -hmm. Fuck them. That's it. No, fuck them. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. You. That's just accountability. Look, you, every uh, cops have that right. They can they can pull over other cops. And a sheriff, a state, a Georgia state trooper, although it's frowned upon, well, not with God's special people. God's special people will pull absolutely anybody over. Christ, they pulled over the secret, the head of the Secret Service when he was here. So that was actually kind of funny. The Adjustment Bureau. That's it. There you go. That's it. You're right. The Adjustment Bureau, Sparky Boy. You just unwittingly named Mick's Bottom Surgery Clinic. What did he say? What did he call it? The Adjustment Bureau. <laughs> God. All right. But we got to do it from a distance. So how do, how do you say that at a distance? Adjustment Bureau at a distance. The readjustment Bureau. The readjustment Bureau. The Far Adjustment Bureau. Oh, wow. Oh, All right, Sparky. All you, right. Broke, you broke my ribs, bro. That okay. was pretty funny, bro. Another Ooh. fuck around and find out for you. Uh, well, this is kind of, I don't know. This is just crazy. This is just like, what the fuck? I don't even know. Um, Y'all might have heard a little bit about the story. is starting to make the rounds. I actually pulled it yesterday, but we didn't get to it. But Everybody, how's it crazy. going? I hope you're having a lovely day. Today, I would like to go over reason number 80 million that you should not be having stuff in your house connect to Amazon servers for things like critical infrastructure, whether it is your camera systems, your doorbell, or any part of your home. This comes from Mr. Brandon Jackson. It says, on Wednesday, May 31st, 2023, I finally regained access to my Amazon account after an unexpected and unwarranted lockout that lasted about a week from Thursday, May 25th. This wasn't just a simple inconvenience. I have a smart home, smart home, and my primary method of interfacing with all the devices and automations is through Amazon Echo devices via Alexa. The incident left me with a house full of unresponsive devices, a silent Alexa, and a lot of questions. The sequence of events that led to this digital exile began innocuously enough. A package was delivered to my house on Wednesday, May 24th, and everything seemed fine. The following day, however, I found that my Echo Show had signed out, and I was unable to interact with my smart home devices. My initial assumption was that somebody might have attempted to access my account repeatedly, triggering a lockout. I use a fairly old email address for my Amazon account, and it's plausible that an old password might have been exposed in a past data breach. However, I currently use strong auto-generated passwords via Apple and employ two-factor authentication with an authenticator app, so unauthorized access seemed unlikely. I swiftly checked my other accounts, social media, streaming, etc., to ensure that I hadn't been compromised. All seemed normal with no flood of notifications from Microsoft Authenticator that would indicate an attempted breach. Puzzled, I found the advice of the Amazon app and dialed the customer service number it provided. That's when things began to take a surreal turn. 
the representative told me that I should have received an email, which I indeed found in my inbox. It was from an executive at Amazon. As I dialed the number provided in the email, I half wondered if Amazon was experiencing some issues and I was unwittingly falling for a scam. You don't expect trillion dollar companies to email you and then have them say, call me back, bro. So I completely understand where he's coming from. When I connected with the executive, they asked if I knew why my account had been locked. When I answered, I was unsure. Their tone turned somewhat accusatory. I was told that the driver who had delivered my package reported receiving racist remarks from my ring doorbell. It's actually a Eufy, but I'll let that slide. Here's where things got even more baffling. First, I have multiple cameras recording everything that happens on my property. By the way, I hope those cameras are going to a local NVR. If the driver's claims were accurate, I could easily verify them with video footage. Second, most delivery drivers in my area share the same race as me and my family. It seems highly unlikely that we would make such remarks. Finally, when I asked what time the alleged incident occurred, I realized it was practically impossible for anyone in my house to have made those comments, as nobody was home around that time, approximately 6.05 p.m. I reviewed the footage and confirmed that no such comments had been made. Instead, the Eufy doorbell had issued an automated response. Excuse me, can I help you? The driver, who was walking away and wearing headphones, must have misinterpreted the message. Nevertheless, by the following day, my Amazon account was locked and all my Echo devices were logged out. Let me be clear. I fully support Amazon taking measures to ensure the safety of their drivers. However, I question why my entire smart home had to be rendered unusable during their internal investigation. It seems more sensible to impose a temporary delivery restriction or purchasing ban on my account. Submitting video evidence from multiple angles right after my initial call with the executive appeared to have little impact on their decision to disable my account. This incident has led me to question my relationship with Amazon. After nearly a decade of loyalty, I've been given a harsh reminder that a misunderstanding can lead to such drastic measures. It seems more reasonable to handle such issues in a more compartmental way you right. know jeff bezos i uh, want to want to put this one out to you bro uh really quick because nobody elected you nobody put you in charge of shit nobody told you to write a law i want to know where in the fuck your company gets off locking a person out of their home a l numero uno second if that happened to me you better believe i'll be on the lawn of fucking amazon fucking shooting that motherfucker up because there's no fucking way there is no way in hell when the guy provided you that much evidence. It still took them four more days to unlock his account nope. after they provided him video evidence. Nope. After he provided his ring video doorbell camera footage to the Amazon executive, it still took another four days because it was right before Memorial Day weekend. Nope. Fuck that. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Fuck you. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. I, I will never have that. I will never have any of that. I will never have anything that you can control. Matter of fact, it's funny. 90% of the times when I go to a customer's house and they need a new motor, I always ask them, do you want the government control or do you want just your control? And they always look at me like, are you crazy? And I'm like, no, do you want Wi-Fi or don't you? Because literally that's what you're doing. By getting those additional features, by getting the Wi-Fi garage door opener, what you're doing is you're allowing somebody like me, who's pretty stupid, to walk up because he knows the system and open your garage door. Honestly, um, we when we moved, we still have the app on the phone from the old house, the old I garage can still door. Go back to my old house and open the garage. Like we could, I could open it from here right now if I wanted to, an hour away. I could just open someone else's and two like. The people that we sold the house to flipped it and have have since sold it again. So I, I mean, say what you will about it, but it is, it is retarded. It it does strike me as stupid, especially when I look at smart houses because people get sold into these things and they just think, oh, it's great. Mm -hmm. No, 
No. 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 Not so much. It's government control. That's what it is. Yeah. It's all it is. Yeah. Anyway. Tucker dropped his third episode on Twitter last night. Which we're going to watch because we've been horrible about putting them out. He got a, a cease and desist letter from Fox. He did. Um, for There's apparently a Twitter. big legal battle going on right now between him and Fox and whatnot. Anyway, <laughs> he's the Fox is trying to say that he's broadcasting on a channel. He's saying I'm not. Yeah. I'm broadcasting on my own channel. On Twitter. I can do that. Yeah, absolutely. Th that doesn't violate anything. And he's not even on like rumble or pilled or cloud hub or you know although he'd probably be safer if he was on pilled mm, he maybe. probably would be because they'll be like nobody goes to pilled you know how how fucking flooded pilled would get yeah they couldn't handle it tucker went to honestly pilled. he got i don't know i, mean, I don't know i think they could he got like 50 million views on the first one or something ridiculous like that but anyway let's let's talk dude he'd kill all of he, us so he, well, but he'd bring a lot of people over to pilled he, be he lays it room. out though um we'll yes, let him tell it the Roombas do map up map out your house and spread dog shit everywhere if you have a puppy yeah no shit <laughs> not only hey it's tucker carlson the biden administration arrested donald trump this afternoon they had him arraigned and fingerprinted in a miami courthouse like the accused felon he now technically is these were the first steps in a process that is designed to put donald trump behind bars for the rest of his life <laughs> Cable News carried every moment of it live. It's unprecedented, they told us, with what looked like shock. But they weren't shocked. They knew this was coming. Everyone who's paid attention knew it was. What just happened was always going to happen. It's been inevitable since February 16th, 2016. That's the day Donald Trump made a blood enemy of the largest and most powerful organization in human history, which would be the federal government. Despite what you may remember, it wasn't anything that Trump had said about immigration or trade with China or rapists from Mexico. Those are the stories that dominated the headlines that year. Trump's a racist, they screamed, stop him. But inside Washington, that was just noise. None of it really raided. Identity politics doesn't mean much to permanent Washington. What matters then and now is foreign policy, the invasions and occupations and proxy wars the decisions that determine which global populations will thrive and which will die, the policies that come with trillion-dollar price tags, the ones that, over time, have made the counties around D.C. the richest suburbs in the world. In Washington, that's what actually matters, and it's obvious when you look carefully. When there's a debate about anything else, for example, the debt ceiling, both sides take their assigned positions and they start yelling. But when Congress decides to start a war, no matter how foolish or counterproductive or obviously disconnected from America's core interests that war may be, when that happens, the leaders of both parties automatically jump behind it like circus clowns. And then they stay there, sometimes for decades. They defend that war relentlessly against all evidence until somebody finally rings the all clear bell and they can begin to admit that actually, maybe it wasn't such a great idea. We meant well, but it just didn't work out. The good news is we've learned a lot of important lessons. In the end, they usually do say something like that, but only after emotions have cooled and the damning details have begun to fade from collective memory. It's an apology that's not actually an apology, much less repentance, and it's years too late to matter in any case. But until then, that's all you're getting. Until then, no dissent is allowed. That's the first rule of Washington. But somehow, Trump didn't bother to follow it. He is from out of town, so maybe he didn't know it was a rule, or maybe he just didn't care. Either way, seven and a half years later, we can point to the precise moment 
that permanent Washington decided to send Donald Trump to prison. Here it is. It's from the Republican candidates debate in Greenville, South Carolina. We should have never been in Iraq. We have destabilized right. the Middle East. They lied. Okay. They said there were weapons of mass destruction. There were none. And they knew there were none. There were no weapons of mass okay. destruction. Okay. All right. Go. We should never have been in Iraq, Trump said. We destabilized the Middle East. Now, by the time Trump said that, a lot of Republican primary voters were starting to reach the same conclusion. How could they not? But it was the next line that doomed Trump to today's arrest. They lied, he said. There were no weapons of mass destruction, and they knew there were none. Now, when he said that, a few in the crowd booed. Most just sat there in silence, stunned. Can he say that? Well, he said it anyway. And by saying that, he sealed his fate. That was the one thing you were not allowed to say, because it implicated too many people on both sides, which on this topic is really just one side. Hillary Clinton was guilty of it, but so was Paul Ryan. All of them were guilty. They all knew they all lied. And to a person, they hated Donald Trump for exposing them. After that, it was pretty clear that even if he did get elected president, Trump was going to have a very hard time controlling the federal government he was supposed to be in charge of. Most of permanent Washington decided that thwarting Trump was the single most important mission in their lives. Everything depended on it. Many of them said so publicly, but others didn't say so publicly. In fact, the stealthier ones took another path. They ran toward Trump, not away from him. They sucked up to him. They ingratiated themselves to the man they intuitively understood was susceptible to flattery, which Trump is. And they did this in order to subvert his new administration from the inside. There were a number of these, and you could spot them immediately. They were flatterers. Invariably, the ones who flattered Trump the most hated him the most and disagreed the most strongly with his views. You saw them in the hallways of the White House and at press conferences. They were there slobbering over their boss with elaborate self-abasement, as if they were addressing a monarch or a god. It was a scene from the Ottoman court. It was filthy and decadent, and it was false. Mike Pence, Nikki Haley, Mike Pompeo, Lindsey Graham in the Congress, they all called Trump a visionary genius up until the moment he lost power. And then they unsheathed their real agenda, as always the neocon war agenda, and they piled on with maximum force. Here's Mike Pompeo, for example, on Fox News this morning. President Trump had classified documents where he shouldn't have had them. And then when given the opportunity to return them, he chose not to do that for whatever reason. When somebody identifies that, you got to turn them in. And so that's just that's inconsistent with protecting America's soldiers, sailors, airmen and Marines. And if the allegations are true, some of these were pretty serious, important documents. And so that's wrong. May future historians hoping to unlock the mysteries of late Empire Washington Study that clip because it will reveal everything. That very same Mike Pompeo, the one who's sneering at Donald Trump on TV this morning, that guy served Donald Trump as both CIA director and as secretary of state. Those are the two most powerful jobs in the federal government. And as he worked in those jobs, Pompeo promised, in fact, he swore to support the president's agenda. Why? Because that's the way a democracy works. You vote for a candidate in the belief that his appointees will carry out the policies that you voted for. It's not about the president, it's about you, the voter. But Pompeo didn't do that. He didn't even try to do that. In fact, he undermined Trump's often stated commitment to peace and non-intervention abroad at every turn. His every waking hour was devoted to fomenting war in some faraway foreign country or other. Iran, Syria, Russia, North Korea, the list goes on. 
But rather than telling Trump that he disagreed with his ideas, as a man would, Pompeo toadied up to Trump, a man he despised, in the oiliest, most over-the-top way imaginable. Ask anyone who worked in that White House at the time. Who is the appointee most likely to tell Donald Trump on a daily basis that he was handsome, virile, sleek, and powerful? Mike Pompeo. That will be the consensus answer. Those of us who saw firsthand Pompeo's relentless kowtowing will never forget it. It was indelibly repulsive. No one with self-respect could do something like that. But Mike Pompeo did it effortlessly with relish and verve. Now, this same person is telling Fox News viewers that he fears for the safety of our military, our soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines, in the approved phrase, because Donald Trump took some classified documents home and didn't immediately return them to the National Archives? What a lie that is. Mike Pompeo knows that's a lie. He spent his entire life in Washington. Washington is a city where internal memos about Labor Day are classified because everything is classified. Your government has classified more than a billion federal documents, most of them boring and pointless and a danger to no one, and locked them away in secret where you can't see them because you may be an American citizen, but not really, and therefore you don't have the necessary clearances to know what's going on. And by the way, none of this is done in order to make America safer, any more than COVID restrictions were designed to keep you healthy. No, it's a caste system. That's the point. And you're the untouchable in this hierarchy. Mike Pompeo knows that. Everybody who works in Washington knows that. How many secret documents do you think Dick Cheney took home with him while he was running the Iraq war? How many did his wife read? She never had a clearance. We'll never know the answer because there is no chance Dick Cheney will ever be investigated or his staffers will be told to wear wires in his presence. He will never be indicted for this. Of course not. Dick Cheney is a neocon. Donald Trump is not. Dick Cheney supports war with Russia. Trump does not. That's the difference. The rest is just a distraction. The prosecution of Donald Trump is transparently political. He's literally Joe Biden's main political opponent. He's polling over 60% among Republican voters right now. So Joe Biden is doing what no president has ever dared to do. He's using law enforcement to lock up his chief rival. That's happening right now. Anyone who denies it's happening is lying to you. But actually, it's worse than that. Trump's prosecution isn't just political, it's ideological. Nobody with Trump's views is allowed to have power in this country. Criticize our wars and you're disqualified. If you keep it up, we'll send you to prison. That's the message Washington is sending. Not just the Democratic Party is sending, but both parties are sending. Like so many Republicans, for example, the supposedly conservative governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, spent yesterday totally ignoring the destruction of the American justice system. Instead, he signed a highly important bill called the Crown Act, which according to the celebratory tweet Abbott sent commemorating it, will quote, prohibit discrimination based on textures and hairstyles historically associated with race. In other words, in Texas, cornrows are now protected by law. Having unapproved views about Ukraine is not. That's fine with most elected Republicans. They find Trump tiresome and embarrassing. Their donors hate him. They will not be sad if he dies in jail. But what about voters? What are they learning from this spectacle? Well, mostly they're learning that they have no power at all because nobody cares about them. But they already knew that. Unlike so many of our elected leaders, they have been to America recently. They know what it looks like. Have you seen it? If you've got a few days this summer, find out. Take a road trip and see for yourself. Drive 500 miles in any direction and then come home. How are things looking? 
Well, they should look great. The federal government spent six and a half trillion dollars last year. That's more than any government has ever spent ever. So at the very least, you would expect pristine public roads. Oh no, that's not what you see when you drive around this country. There are potholes and Jersey barriers everywhere. Looks like Tegucigalpa before the Chinese decided to rebuild the infrastructure of Honduras. We don't have China buying our roads. So they're falling apart. You'd think the people you would pass on your road trip would look happy and prosperous. Again, this is a very rich country, but a lot of them don't. Quite a few appear to be strung out on drugs. You see them shuffling by shuttered storefronts in small towns. And you wonder as you see all of this, where did all the money go? It's certainly not here. Well, it's in Washington. It's in Fairfax and Loudoun counties and in leafy, perfectly manicured Northwest DC. And of course, a huge chunk of it went to Ukraine, to Zelensky and his friends. Not because you voted for that. You didn't vote to give it to them. You never would. But because Joe Biden and his many allies, from Chuck Schumer to Mitch McConnell to Paul Ryan and every single news anchor on all of television, all of them believe that Ukraine, its borders, its future, its infrastructure are all more important than the town that you live in. They sincerely think that, and it's obvious. Everyone in power thinks that, except for Donald Trump. Whatever else you say about him, Trump is the one guy with an actual shot of becoming president who dissents from Washington's long-standing pointless war agenda. And for that, that one fact, they're trying to take Trump out before you can vote for him. And that should upset you more than anything that's happened in American politics in your lifetime. Even if you don't plan to vote for Donald Trump, even if you would die before voting for Donald Trump, which is your right and a lot of good people feel that way, even still, the destruction of our democracy, which is the right of voters to support any candidate they want, even candidates who don't want war with Russia, the destruction of that should keep you up at night. Yes, Donald Trump is a flawed man, but his sins are minor compared to those of his persecutors. In this life, we don't get to choose our martyrs. We can only choose our principles, and America's are at stake. Young here, people say the news is full of lies. Kennedy's motorcade. 239 people. You, you know, I, uh, I I like what Tucker Carlson says. I really do. I, he's very poignant. I like how he broke breaks that down to mm -hmm. a really quick twelve-minute clip. I mean, and really, if he you talks about, about it. A, he talks about a lot of shit in there too. Uh, I mean, on his show, his monologue used to be between ten and fifteen, 15 minutes, minutes, and then yep. after that, it went to interviews. So yep. he's basically just doing his show without the interviews. Yep. And one of the things I like is that you know, one of the things he was trying to point out there is he says, "Hey, look, yeah, go five hundred miles. We've done it. Yeah, it it doesn't. The roads suck. Yeah, they do. We did spend six point two trillion dollars last year and we have absolutely nothing to show for it mm -hmm. nothing what what, what what ukraine really the reason that biden doesn't want anybody else to take the presidency because if we take the presidency or somebody else does take the presidency eventually you're going to find out what he did he's going to jail and he's going to go to jail for or he's going to swing from a yard arm um but, I, I would prefer swing from the yard yeah. that's just me personally so uh after his arraignment yesterday, Trump went up to New Jersey and he gave remarks from Bedminster. Um, and it's funny, of course, you know, now I would have started a chant if I were Trump when I got to Bedminster. I would have started the chant myself. Fuck I would have Joe walked. Biden. I would have walked out on stage and said, fuck Joe Biden mm -hmm. and got everybody just fucking going apeshit with that. And maybe we'll play um, his remarks 
tomorrow since it's a long show. Um, it's like 40 minutes though. So I don't really want to take up all that time, but, uh, funny because now Jack Smith is trying to get his, uh, jurisdiction moved or his trial moved from Florida to New Jersey because they are terrified about the jury pool in New Jersey or in Florida. They would much rather have it come out of New Jersey. Cause they saw so many people show up mm-hmm. in support of Donald yeah. Trump. Like, yeah, he's not, he's, they're not going to get it moved. Yeah. Once the federal government starts that shit, it, that's like mm-hmm. next to impossible. Yep. yep. Nope. And so. you're talking about different uh, districts too, federal districts. Yeah. You're talking about going to this from the Southeast district to go into the Northeast yeah. district. And they, and there's, I mean, how could they do it? Because the, everything originated in Florida. Yep. So it's out of the, yeah, they could argue Trump's lawyers could argue. No, the, the, the crime supposedly according to you and all of your briefs happened here. Yeah. We're doing it here. Yep. So anyway, tough shit. I think that's funny. Uh, this was really funny though. Last night. Um, I know y'all didn't see this because none of us watch Fox. I didn't see it either, but uh, <laughs> look at the Chiron on the bottom. She never president. She didn't have the powers to. For those lurkers out there, it says, and this is uh, the Fox like thing on the bottom. She didn't have the it says wannabe dictator speaks at the white house after having his political rival arrested. And they have Trump and, and Biden, Biden up, up at the same time because they were speaking at the same time. Let me read that again. Wannabe dictator speaks at the White House after having his political rival arrested. <laughs> that guy doesn't work there anymore. Uh, probably not. <laughs> He's probably looking for a new it, job. It went up for a minute. Like it was up for, I don't know, a couple of minutes, actually. And then they took it down when Hannity came on at nine. Um but uh yeah that's freaking hysterical that's right freaking hysterical anyway um but let's let's hear a little bit of what joe said if if we can decipher it our investments in africa for example there's gonna be a billion people in africa very shortly wait there have been a billion people in africa since 2009 what are our investments in africa and wait yeah Wait a minute. Is he going back in time? I wonder if he's one of those guys. I, tell you, he, I wonder if he's one of those dudes. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder because he keeps losing time. Like, dude, what are you stepping in between timelines? It's a how are you forgetting? How are you forgetting? Like the most, yeah, there literally has been a million people in Africa. Since 2009. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, Benedict Garland also made some remarks after uh, Trump's indictment. Yeah, just today. Yeah, today. This afternoon. Let's listen to that. Uh, head straight to Attorney General Merrick Garland. He's delivering remarks. Uh, Garland. Hoping to take questions and hear his response to the indictment of former President Donald Trump. To both independence and accountability. Mr. Smith is a veteran career prosecutor. He has assembled a group of experienced and talented prosecutors and agents who share his commitment to integrity and the rule of law. Any questions about this matter will have to be answered by their filings in court. Experts uh, in extremism had feared there would be unrest in Miami this week. Uh, Some people are saying it's because the Justice Department has been so assertive in prosecuting rioters on January 6th. Listen to his dis- disappointment here. Just listen to his disappointment. It tells you everything you need to know. 
that we have not seen a repeat of that violence. Do you agree with that assessment? All I can say is we live in a democracy. These kind of matters are adjudicated through the judicial system. The Justice Department will be vigilant to ensure that there are no threats of violence or actual violence. Can you give the American public a very clear sense of what exactly your role was in the indictment process, just so people can understand what that role is? And then secondarily, uh, given the historic and extraordinary nature of the case, uh, explain to people, if you would, why this was the best and most appropriate step that was taken and why there were no other alternatives. Um, I'm trying to remember the first first question. Exactly, your role. Yes, so my role is completely consistent with the regulations that set forth the responsibilities of the Attorney General under the special uh, counsel regulations, and I followed uh, those regulations. Uh, with respect to the second question, this again is asking for particulars, and I'm not going to be able to comment. Um, um, all of the uh, comments on this will have to come in filings in court. That's all we have time for. Thank you. Thank you all. That's all we have time for. Again, that's all we have time for. Really, he, he didn't answer any questions. Nope. He didn't um, say shit. He didn't say shit. Uh, first of all, stop. Go back to that image. Bring that image back up. Sure. Does he, he looks like a fucking little rat. I mean, he really fucking does. Look at that little fucking. He looks like a little. I'm, I'm such a pussy. Look at me. I can't even remember your first question. It was so horrible. I bet he identifies as educated in his own home. I bet he does. I bet he does. I. You can't. I can't trust anything that comes out of this man or this agency. It. I'm sorry. It has lost all trust with the American people. The second. The second that you're involved in shit like this, where you are prosecuting a politician's adversary. Nope. I'm sorry. You cannot be trusted for anything anymore. I don't give a shit whether you say that fucking, you could say that Donald Trump had Fort Knox moved to fucking Mar-a-Lago. I still wouldn't believe you. I still wouldn't believe you. Nope. Nope. You lied to us once. You're done. You're fucking dead to me. You might as well go kill yourself because that's where I'm at. When you lie, that's you guys should be the same way. If the government lies to you, you should be like, yep, you're dead. You might as well just go fucking dig a hole because I'm never going to, I, I would literally piss right next to your body. I wouldn't even piss on you if you were on fire. Hmm. Didn't it come out just recently, like last week? Uh, wasn't there a letter where Biden directly um, told Garland to lock up Trump? No, it was like Garland that. contacted the judge down there trying to mm -hmm. speed the case along, especially after the Biden shit dropped is what you're referring to. There it is. There it was. Yeah. And see, you can't, you can't trust that either because that didn't come from Benedict Garland. You all know that that came from Joe Biden and Joe Biden called Benedict Garland or a staffer from Joe Biden's office which is probably more likely yeah. called Benedict Garland said, Hey, Joe said this while he was licking his ice cream. How about you, you know, get that Trump guy arrested again. You know, probably be a good thing. Probably make all this stuff disappear. And he's probably an idiot savant too. While he's eating ice cream, he becomes a fucking genius. I, I, I don't, don't know. So. But um, I also heard that Jack Smith 
offered one of Trump's lawyers a federal judgeship to turn on him. Actually, two of them. Hmm. Two of them, Isn't which I find that hysterical. Highly illegal. It should be. It should be. Is it? I don't know. Is it a ploy that's been used in politics before? Absolutely. Um, would I trust any of that? No. No. Dude, you all know these people are. I, I know time and patience is not on our side because we have none of either. Mm -hmm. However, you all know that this is going to come out. All of oh, this. Yeah. We are now. We have started something. We not we, but our movement has started something in this country where people are starting to wake up. It's taken a lot. It's taken beating after beating, but people are starting to realize they're starting. I, I heard somebody today say, oh, that's pre-programmed agenda right there. Holy shit. Where did you pull that out of your ass from? Mm, look at that. But people. You're right, Sergeant Horace Garland does look and sound like a pedesta. People are starting, starting to wake up. They're starting to figure it out. It's taken a while. There's. And let me tell you something. If you're one of those homos out there that believes, well, this has nothing to do with me until it starts knocking on your door, then we're already way too late. And there's a lot of guys out there that are playing that game saying, well, I don't have to worry about it until I until it knocks on my door. All I've got to do is just keep my head down in the stand and keep working. No, that's when shit gets wrong. That's when shit's way wrong. We're already too far gone. Mm -hmm. We can't fix it at that point. Hmm. Well, um, the news networks were having a... 294 minutes were covered on Trump. Do you know how much was covered on Joe Biden Five, and maybe the fact that he took a bribe? None. Not even, not even two. Yeah, I bet. It's like one minute and 30 seconds. Trump lives rent free in everyone's head and they have no room for anyone else. Um, this is funny though. Same thing he was arranging today. Uh, let's take in the last moments. This is the president of the United States about to address a crowd of reporters and also the first time after being indicted on federal charges. First time in history. Brian Kilmey just called him the president of the United States. Go back and play it again. Same thing he was arranging today. Uh, let's take in the last moments. This is the president of the United States about to address a crowd of reporters and also the first he time did. after being indicted yeah, on federal charges. He sure charges. did. He called him. The president of the United States. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. It's a great honor to have you here. And today we witnessed the most evil and heinous abuse of power in the history of our country. Very sad thing to watch. A corrupt sitting president had his top political opponent arrested on fake and fabricated charges of which he and numerous other presidents would be guilty right in the middle of a presidential election in which he's losing very badly. This is called election interference and yet another attempt to rig and steal a presidential election. More importantly, it's a political persecution like something straight out a fascist or communist nation. This day will go down in infamy and Joe Biden will forever be remembered as not only the most corrupt president in the history of our country, but perhaps even more importantly, 
The president who, together with a band of his closest thugs, misfits, and Marxists, tried to destroy American democracy. But they will fail, and we will win bigger and better than ever before. Charging a former president of the United States under the Espionage Act of 1917, wasn't meant for this. An act for a crime so heinous that only the death penalty would do and threatening me with 400 years in prison for possessing my own presidential papers, which just about every other president has done, is one of the most outrageous and vicious legal theories ever put forward in an American court of law. The Espionage Act has been used to go after traitors and spies. It has nothing to do with a former president legally keeping his own documents. As president, the law that applies to this case is not the Espionage Act, but very simply the Presidential Records Act, which is not even mentioned in this ridiculous 44-page indictment. Under the Presidential Records Act, which is civil, not criminal, I had every right to have these documents. The crucial legal precedent is laid out in the most important case ever on the subject known as the Clinton Sox case. <laughs> you know what that means? After leaving the White House, Bill Clinton kept 79 audio tapes in his sock drawer. They included discussions of U.S. military involvement in Haiti, Discussions of U.S. foreign policy, both defense and offense, against Cuba. Recordings of President Clinton's conversations with all of the many foreign leaders at the time. Think of that. Sensitive facts about trade negotiations taken from presidential briefings. Discussions with the Secretary of State about conflict in Bosnia and much, much more. Very big stuff. Not only was Bill Clinton never even considered for criminal prosecution based on the tapes he took, but when he was sued for them, he won the case. Judge Amy Berman Jackson's decision states under the statutory scheme established by the Presidential Records Act, the decision to segregate personal materials from presidential records is made by the president during the president's term and in the president's sole discretion. You're surprised to hear that, aren't you? Any normal administration, even an opposing one, would consider that to be the end, but not the corrupt Biden administration. The Sox decision, as it's known, also states, quote, the National Archives and Records Administration, or NARA, does not have the authority to designate material as presidential records. I don't have the authority. NARA does not have the tapes in question, and NARA lacks any right, duty, or means to seize control of them. This is law. The president enjoys unconstrained authority to make decisions regarding the disposal of documents. That's unconstrained to make that decision. Neither the archivist nor Congress has the authority to veto the president's decision. The Presidential Records Act 
does not confer any mandatory or even discretionary authority on the archivist to classify records. Under the statute, this responsibility is left solely to... Well, I guess Trump just laid out his entire case right there. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so we won't have to watch it on Friday because that five minutes was uh, the most important part. So he did stop by a, uh, a diner or someplace in Miami. Um, on his way out. On his way out yesterday. And uh, Bought everybody lunch. They all wished him a, a happy birthday. National security laws and then, uh, and then obstructing and refusing to cooperate with the FBI. Yeah, uh, whatever this spectacle is that's unfolding before us, let's remember what this case is about. Let's remember what this indictment charges. Again, Donald Trump is charged with a series of federal felonies for mishandling the most sensitive government documents that we have and for obstruction of justice, along with Walt Nauta, who is charged with intentionally setting up lies to the grand jury, to the FBI. Any way you look at this, and again, despite whatever may be going on in that restaurant, this case isn't going to be settled legally in a cafe. It's going to be settled in the court based on the facts and law. The folks in the control room, I don't need to see any more of that. He, this, he's trying to turn this in. He's trying to turn it into a spectacle, into a campaign ad. That's enough of that. We've seen it already. Uh, let's go over again the 37 no. charges that Donald Trump is facing. Homo. Let's Fuck not. you, you nerd. I, I do want to see more. Let's see. Yep. Uh, that's, that's what scared Jack Smith. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right there. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, uh, Salty. It was a bagel shop and he bought everyone bagels on his birthday. Cool. That is cool. I love bagels. Hey. Man, good bagels. Good I'm deal. actually, I'm, I'm learning how to make bagels. Scary thought. I'm going to try and make bagels. Hey, my hamburger buns came out kick ass. So I think I can do bagels. Anyway. Um, Lindsay. Our favorite Lindsay made a video for uh, for Trump's birthday, so we're gonna play it here. Uh oh, Lindsay! Yep, get ready for some. Uh... Mr. President, the late Marilyn Monroe. you won the way you deal with us steel 
And our problems by the time we thank you so much. Everybody, happy I can now retire from politics after having had a happy birthday sung to me in such a sweet open way. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure Marilyn was in there giving him his own private show a little bit later when she was pulling on his rod. You know how that works. It happens. Yeah, and, and I'm pretty sure she got murdered by the elite I'm, because I'm, she was pregnant with someone's kid and yeah, wasn't sure whose it was. So, I'm sure. Anyway. Almost positive. Um, Probably Frank Sinatra's. Or Frank Sinatra or JFK supposedly was punching that. I'm just saying. And so was apparently Bobby and Jack. Apparently and she was being cheered around. Yeah, yeah. The the original uh, rat trafficking. Pack, so to speak. <laughs> Jesus. You know. I mean, they've been doing this for a very long time. I have anything in there? Uh, no, we did that yesterday. Just didn't get rid of them. Okay. Oh, uh, just in time. So, uh, I know this didn't happen, but they pretended like they were going to do something today and they were going to censure Adam Schiff for lying to Congress. Check, check this out. Well, a number of things. We're asking Durham to come in and testify so we can look at it more. It really raises the question about Adam Schiff. You remember when he told the American people he had proof? Remember when he told them he didn't know the whistleblower? And what he put America through and openly lied to us, and now it's proven in this as well? It raises a lot of questions about his, just his character, his standing inside of Congress, or whether he should be, even be in Congress. Yeah. Okay, uh, again. But they didn't do it. I, 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 don't, I don't give a fuck about censure. Oh, they were going to fine him. No, I don't give a, a fuck about fining. I know. Call me when they're talking about putting a noose around his neck. That's what I want to see happen to him. That's what America deserves. He lied to the American people. He's dead to me. Yeah, well. He's dead. Every single politician that lied to us, dead to me. Mm -hmm. See you. Peace. Yeah. Wouldn't want to be you. Because it's that, th again, we're going back to that 13% that controls or that 15% that controls the 85% of us. If we all just stopped, what power do they have? They have none right now. They, they garner their power from us. Remember it is their power. The power that they quote unquote have is from the governed. If the governor says, no, nah, you really don't have power anymore. What then? They're a government without any power. They have no, they have no bearing on us anymore. Think about it. I'm not, I'm not talking about revolution. I am merely talking about the governed people standing up for themselves and saying no more. 
You guys have fucked this up 23 different ways from fucking Sunday. You have done everything but make our lives easier. We have had more people die under your watch than anywhere else in modern American history. But yet you're going to stand there and say, well, we're going to give another 150 million or 150 billion to fucking Ukraine. Yet we're not watching a dollar of what's being spent there. And now we're saying we can't find the equipment. Really? It just sounds like Afghanistan all over again. Well, this is the eBay after Afghanistan. This is a list of the military industrial complex, big pharma. And all these big corporations, woke corporations that are trying to control our lives, Mm -hmm. our, the governed lives. Remember, we still live in a state of slavery. I'm sorry for anybody that thinks that you do not live in a state of slavery. Tell me something. The homeless man that lives on the street is more free than me and you. Absolutely. You want to know why? He doesn't get up to anybody. He doesn't listen to anybody. He doesn't hear anybody. He doesn't see anybody. Except maybe the voices in his head. Whatever. He's truly free. He's not required by anybody. He doesn't receive a bill. He doesn't get anything. No, he's on the street by himself, making it on his own wits. And then there's us. We get up every morning. I get up every morning at 530 in the morning. Why? Because part of the military is still stuck with me and I have to get up at the time. I don't know why OCD, you name it, whatever. But the rest of you get up at a n- normal hour of probably six, six thirty, somewhere in there. You're out the door before eight. You're at work voluntarily, by the way, because you're going to earn a quote unquote wage. I'm more like voluntold, but okay. Think about this though. What does your wage pay for? for your wage live. pays for you to live and that's it. You can never strive to be more. You're always living. We're always living by this, just by the scraps of our teeth, Mm -hmm. because if we weren't, we wouldn't depend on the government Yep. because the government keeps, keeps us at a level of poverty, just above the line. It's still considered poverty, no matter how you look at it. And I'm not trying to make an excuse for anybody. You go out and work a wage. You should get paid for it. Period. Fuck all this commission bullshit. Fuck all of that. You get an hourly wage. You come to work. You do whatever I tell you to do. You're going to get an hourly wage. That's the way it should be. This bullshit about fucking, don't get me wrong. And some of the the unions out there are really good. The pipe welders union. They're one of the best. They actually fight for their guys. They actually take care of their guys. And when their guys are upset with them, they don't just automatically say, well, no, we're not going to listen to you. They bow to their members because their members control their board. One of the few. There's not a lot of fucking unions out there that do that. Most of the unions control the workers. Why? Because they're slaves to the union. Yep. Where does the union get their money from? The dues that you pay as a worker. Mm-hmm. If you stop donating your dues, what happens to the union? Bye. Or they get their money from lobbyists who are trying to buy votes. My point is this. We still live in a state of slavery. Absolutely. White, black, blue, brown, green, yellow. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. That's slavery too. The fucking fact that we have all this shit going on with slavery and them trying to divide us by race. That is another form of slavery. If you think about it, this is 
You getting up every morning, going to work, that is a form of slavery. How many people would rather stay home with their kids, teach their kids, raise their kids the way they're supposed to? Yep. Monitor the house, do what they have to do around the house. How many people would like to do that? I'd love to. It's amazing. But I can't because I got to get up and go to work. Yep. You, you can't make it anymore on the wits of your brow. All of that shit went away. Why? Because guess what, guys? We're responsible for this one. And you men don't want to hear this. You're probably going to turn off your radios and all this other bullshit. I'm about to blame you. We are the problem. We didn't stand up and fight. We didn't stand up and put our foot down and say, wait a minute. Toxic masculinity is bullshit. Because remember, that's what they came after first. We're the alphas. The guys that didn't have a lot of followers that just shut their mouths and sat in the corner colored. Mm-hmm. We're at fault. We let this happen. We did not stand up to this. Now is not the time to be quiet anymore. Now is not the time to be subtle. Now is not the time to be cute or anything else. Now is the time where we need to make our voices heard. Now is the time where we need to say, we need to stand up and say something because this bullshit can't go on anymore. And you all know that you all agree with it. This is the time we can't sit silent anymore. We have done that too long. It's time that we made our voices heard about everything from work hours to everything else out there. It's time we bring back the American model family, mom, dad, kids, the whole bit. People aren't reproducing like they are, you know, we're, we're for the first time. For the first time, like they're talking about the population slowdown in America. Can you believe this? You know, what's interesting, actually, since you said that, and I'm going to pull this up real quick. I just saw that statistic yesterday. I, my mind was blown. Hold on. I want to, I'm not going to play the video on this, but I did see this on the Chiron at the bottom of this. And I want it. I don't know if any of you saw it. Um, it was... I think it was the CNN one where they all freaked out. Yeah. Hold on. National security laws. Uh, and then we're watching here. It's at the yeah. bottom. So um, labor, possible respiratory distress and whatever. Yeah, possible. All right. Government data shows U.S. maternal death rate on the rise in 2021 with much higher rates among black women. Yeah. See? The bottom of that Chiron right there. I, I'm just telling you, we're, we're actually going to have a point in our society where our death rate here in, I, they said, I think they said in like a hundred years, if we don't correct this, we're, we're going to have a, a, we're going to have a problem where the death rate in this country exceeds the amount of people we're producing every year. We're already there. Yeah, right now, we're getting there. No, we're, we're, we're already there. Uh, uh, no, I, we've we've already, that's already flip-flopped. We currently birth fewer babies than we have people dying. dying. Okay, well, yeah. then we're there already. I mean, it, it. this is all, see, and this is even speeding up because of what they just did to us yeah. with COVID and all this other bullshit. Hey, we're late. Oh, are we? Mm -hmm. Oh, we are. Yeah. Just on the time. Well, you, you're not real good with well, your own Well, you're carrying on, so... You didn't say anything, bro. I mean, you couldn't hear the alarm? No, I didn't. Oh. Get ready. Thunder. 
Thunder. Right now. Cheater. I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to wait for that fucking wig to burn. Hey, really quickly, um, just because we did the housekeeping earlier on, I'm going to do a little bit more right now. Um, I need everybody, all the prayer warriors out there, get your prayers in. Uh, Wix, Vixen, need some prayers right now. No, Gerby. Well, Gerby, both, both of, of them do. We yeah. just need to go ahead. I'm, I'm not going to tell you why, but she'll tell you when she's ready. But we just need to start praying now. It's yep. important. Just do me a favor, guys. Just pray, pray, pray. for Gerby. Pray for Gerby. Pray for Wix. Pray for strength. Pray for their healing. Yep. Any healing power you can send that way. We need that now. Yep. If you would, I appreciate it. Looking out for our own here. It's uh, really important. And uh, we're going to do everything we can to help them because they're right here in Savannah. So it's awesome. We're actually going to be able to help out. And uh, I can't wait. But just everybody else need everybody else to pray. That's it. We're not going to wait. It's not something we can wait on. So. Not going to. I know it's. We've already started. Yep. Just remember, Wix and Gerby, the most important thing is strength of mind. Positive mental attitude. Absolutely. Positive thoughts bring positive outcomes. Negative thoughts always bring negative outcomes. It is the law of attraction, and it is a real thing. Positive thoughts. Any of just get keep your prayers up. That's all I ask for. Yeah. She's always in here. Wix is always in here. Gerby's always in here. Just asking. It's the least we can do. And uh, I'm going to do anything else I got to to help. So. Yep. Once again, it's time for us to put our money where our mouth is. Yep. I'm good with that. Down with it. LG, they can fuck right off. Fuck that oncologist. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's state of mind. It's all about the fight in your heart and in your head. So, I got to tell the you. FBI knocks on your door. What do we tell them? Not nah, there. Not nah, there. But it really is. um, I got to say that part of, you know, when I was going through all that shit, a lot of what kept me there and alive was the fact that I just said, fuck you. No, no, nope. You can try whatever you want. You can do whatever you want to me. It's going to suck. It's going to hurt. It's probably going to be really shitty for a while. I give a fuck. Nope. I ain't dying. Watch this. Oh, my beer. Oh, you'll never watch. I'll never do it. Okay. A lot of people have told me no in my life. And I love coming back and just 
fuck you. Watch this. Look where I'm at now, bitch. Trust me. I did it to a lot of people that when I first joined the military, they said, oh, you've got a smart mouth on you. And they said, you have an attitude, this, that, and the other thing. You'll never amount to anything. And then about five, six years later, I saw them somewhere else and I was doing shit that they never even dreamed of doing. And I was like, fuck you. And that's exactly what I said to him. I said, good, doubt me, please, please doubt me. I love it. I love being the underdog. If anybody knows anything about being a Philadelphia Eagles fan, you know what it's like to be a fucking underdog your whole entire life. Let me tell you something. When all that's done, fuck that shit. You win something, you're like, fuck you. Watch this. Hold my beer. Uh, Life of Brian, thank you very much. We will... uh you know what? That's something I hadn't thought about, but definitely because, uh, like Wick said, they are self pay. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll look into that. We'll help I, them. I, I got it. We got it. I want to do make sure that yep. they're getting the max amount and everything yeah. else give, before give we do Sengo. anything. Um, um we'll, we'll we, help them set that up, but, uh, we might I, do that. I will though. say, and y'all know I am not a doctor and I am not giving medical advice in this situation but i will say that if i was in that situation there is no way in hell i would ever undergo any kind of chemotherapy chemo is literally chemicals to kill mustard gas and it's you're you're trying to stay alive like it's kind of dependent on what it kills first you have to fight first the cancer the parasites which are the cancer cells they are literal parasites that are reproducing in your body or your actual cells. So um, rather than do that, rather than take poison, let's uh, let's let's work on finding alternative methods. Let's start with a holistic approach. Yes. Something that's a little less evasive. Let's I, say. I will say um, when I started down my cancer research and, and y'all know, I started this almost two years ago because my best friend was diagnosed with stage three prostate cancer at the ripe old age of 42, shortly after getting the jabs. And, uh, and I, and at the same time, my boss's wife was diagnosed with breast cancer shortly after getting the jabs. And I was looking for alternative methods to help both of them. Um, neither one of them took it. Um, so seven years ago when I had that shoulder shadow and they weren't sure what it was, but they thought it was a cancerous tumor. I knew you didn't have cancer. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, she didn't give a shit back then. That's no, what I, I'm saying. I knew She's like, fuck cancer. that. Dad, hit me. He dies. Whatever. But, I get more money. Well, that's true. But um, I mean, you were still in the military then. I would have gotten yeah. like $500,000 tax free. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, but I, I, I will say... <laughs> um, I, uh, I started down that road then, and I started with, uh, Ty and Charlene Bollinger look up the truth about cancer. Um, that's, that's kind of where, that's what set me down this road. Um, and I went, it's another one the government's been lying to us yep. about forever had the now. cure for cancer and, uh, something you can start tonight. Wix with Gerby, uh, uh, go on YouTube tonight when you go to bed. And put on, look for a DNA healing repair music, sleep music, DNA healing repair music. Start that now. Like start that tonight. It's normally about 528 to about 628 yeah. megahertz. You'll yeah. see it on the screen. It'll mm-hmm. tell you what the megahertz are, but any yeah. of that it's stuff usually is like 528. So normally good stuff to, to listen mm-hmm. to. Yep. And uh, switch to distilled water. Start with a water fast. 
Um, hey, really quick, because somebody commented on this before, um, mm -hmm. with distilled water, you saw, he said he lost 10 pounds um, drinking the distilled water. Really quick, with distilled water, this is your body. This is really cool. It's probably the coolest feature of the human body. In, co in conjunction with fasting, you want to lose weight fast. And I, any wrestler out there who ever wrestled Greco-Roman style, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You want to cut weight fast. One of the fastest way to do it is you go down to one meal a day. You eat dinner and that's it. And you barely drink any water. Now, the difference here is what you're going to do is start drinking distilled water. If you start drinking distilled water with in conjunction with fasting, the distilled water automatically activates your body to go into uh, autophagy. autophagy. Which when you do DNA that, DNA self-healing, your first couple weeks, you're going to smell really weird. Mm -hmm. You're going to have a weird odor like your body everywhere. If you're actually doing it, and I'm talking, you eat a very small amount in the morning and you don't eat anything else all day. The only thing you do is drink water mm -hmm. or liquids. You do no other. I mean, you don't have to cut back on your coffee. You don't Preferably have Preferably a hard boiled egg in the morning. But you eat very, very little in the morning and then you starve the rest of the day and then you eat at night. And as your body gets used to this, it will start kicking out every toxin in your body. That's why you smell weird. You'll start sweating toxins out. You will start, you will shit and piss like you've never shit and pissed your whole entire life. Let me tell you something. You will clean yourself out. And as you keep drinking this distilled water and remove any other water from your diet, you will lose weight faster than you've ever lost weight. Why? First of all, the autophagy will automatically kick out bad cholesterol. It automatically dumps out bad cholesterol. It dumps out not only through your pores, but you'll shit and piss it out mm -hmm. as well. It also cleans your pipes. It's like um, seafoam for your car. Mechanics know what seafoam is. Every mechanic's got seafoam, a steady hand on, on supply. Let me tell you something. It's the same thing. It's just for your body. And then as you start to shift over, because after that, if you're going to go that route, you might as well start going all natural in your food too and start getting rid of all the other bullshit processed foods you eat. As you do that, you're going to start to feel like a million fucking dollars. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, it will fucking, not only that, you can eat whatever you want and you're not going to gain any weight. As long as it's not processed. Exactly. When I feel like shit, it's because I ate processed food. Yep. That's when I feel like absolute ass. Like I got to throw up. I got to do something to get it out of me. My body does not want me to do anything with it. You know, it's funny. We were at, uh, we were at the, well, when we were at my mom's over the weekend for the family party, the first leg of the family reunion, as it were. Um, before you continue, before I forget this one point, can I make it real yeah. quick? The other thing that it will help with too, such as cancer. When you start feeding only the good cells that are supposed to do the good things, guess what cancer can't do? Can't spread, can't mm -hmm. latch on to other things. You're basically protecting your own body. Yeah. So just think about I that. Cut out the sugar. Just for me, think about that. Mm -hmm. Something that's going to help that it, that will help you. Yep. Just saying. Anyway, I'm sorry. My yep. No, that's okay. I forgot. No, that's perfect. Um, when we were at uh, my mom's, I was talking to my my cousin's husband, who's a cop up in Atlanta, and uh, oh, 
he's actually, I got you. A, yeah, he's yeah. kind of a, a hardcore, I don't know what he is. Anyway, um, he's kind of like Mick to a degree. I think if he wasn't married to my cousin that Mick absolutely can't stand, they probably would have gotten along a, a lot better. But anyway. Um, he's a Marine. He, he identifies as an asshole. Which is good. I mean, well, he was a Marine, which is bad because normally I, everybody I that it. identifies as an asshole was raped by a Navy guy. Just well, saying. Anyway, um, he uh, he made a comment. I was like, because our, our kid asked me to explain to him how, what we consider ourselves. And I was like, well, that's easy. We're constitutional conservatives. It's like a lot of people think we're far right. And then, but we had just been talking about gardening and composting and things like that. And he looked at me and he goes, if you're composting, you're not far right. And I thought to myself, man, you know, and as I'm, as I've been listening to various things today, do you not know what compost as, is good for? As people are like, people label conservatives, like the, the left has such a, a wrong idea as to, what conservatives are, what we believe in, what our values are. Like they think that we legitimately want to poison the air and the, the water. And like, we just don't give a fuck about the planet at all. And that's so not true. First, first of all, first of all, hold on. Cause I think parts of that is in education there too. There, there's a lot of old ways that we have gotten away from as a society. Yeah. Think about what your grandma and your grandpa used to do in front of you. How many of you keep a jar above your stove with grease in it? Baking grease. Just, just, just grease. give me a why in the, in the comments. If you keep a jar of baking grease a, above a coffee can or a coffee can or, or something, jar, something, something, something that holds grease. Let me tell you something. You didn't think of that on your own. Your grandmother did. Your grandfather did. People have been doing that shit for fucking years. Yeah. Okay. But guess what? Go around and just ask three millennials or three kids that were born in the last 20 years. Ask them, do you know why we keep a jar of grease above the, the stove? They can't tell you. They have no idea. They, they, they wouldn't even, they'd sit there and go, Mick, what are you, what are you talking about? Why do you do that? That's disgusting. I literally had a jar of grease when I was working at the fire department, me and my, my Lieutenant, once we figured each other out, we were best friends, good, for, fast friends. I mean, it, I wouldn't say best friends, but we were very good friends and there was nothing breaking that bond. One of the things we both agreed on was keeping a coffee can above the fucking stove with baking, baking grease in it. Yeah. We both did because you use it for everything, everything, fucking everything. You can use it for everything and it puts, puts the taste of bacon in your food. It's so good. I mean, I mean, if you're, you're not a fucking American, if you don't like fucking bacon, I'm sorry. You, and actually now we have one with, um, beef tallow with yep. beef grease and with bacon grease. Yep. Cause we have so much beef. Why would I waste that grease? So, one day I, we both came into work and, um, I, I had this, I walked through the station a certain way, go in, clock in. And then I walked to the back and start getting changed for work. And I look over, I looked over this one morning. I still had shorts, like shorts and a t-shirt. I walked by the thing and the, the jar was gone. And I know it was there the shift before, because I worked the shift before. And I'd worked overtime, so I'd only gone home for 24 hours. So I was coming right back to the station. Mm -hmm. And I looked over at the stove. 
and the fucking jar was gone. And I walked up to where the jar was supposed to be and I punched a hole right through the fucking wall. Of course you did. And these little bitches came running in. What's going on? Because it goes right out into the living area. So my fist Your went, fist went, through the went wall into right the through the room. wall and all the fucking shit went right in the living room. Yep. And everybody came running. What's going on? I was like, where's the fucking goddamn, where's the jar? And I know it was the shit before. So I was just like, I looked at the Lieutenant. I was just like, wow. So you just throw people's shit away. Even when it's marked in the shift and it says, do not throw away. You just fucking throw it away. Oh man. He made that guy go back out and get that jar out of the trash can. I was like, good luck with that one. That's disgusting. And put it back in there. And I was just like, hey, make sure you clean that fucking shit off too. Cause I don't want to fucking touch dirty jar. Cause I didn't leave a dirty jar up there. And man, I was pissed. And when my Lieutenant get, get, got in, I was thinking, oh, well, I'm probably getting fired today because I was fucking You pissed. literally thought you were going to get fired every single day. And fucking my lieutenant's <laughs> like, nope, I support it. Yep. And so the chief came down. He's just like, did you really punch a hole? Yep, sure yep. did. And he goes, why? I said, because I'm tired of people fucking touching my shit. When, when do you stop? How many times do you have to ask before you stop somebody? Do you want me to punch them next? I mean, I'm fine with that. If you'd rather me hit them, I will do that. <laughs> chief said, nope. Yeah. Good to go. Good. Carry on. Continue. I. Well, I actually, uh, speaking of going back to the old ways, so today, and we'll continue in just a second, um, I finished putting the books away in the bookshelves that I bought in the pool house, or that oh, I built found in grandma's the pool house. Cookbook. I found all my cookbooks, which I got, I have some amazing sets of cookbooks. But yeah, I found my grandma's New York Times cookbook from 1961. And I spent about an hour this afternoon going through it. And let me tell you, Everything is in there. All the stuff that I've been looking up videos for, how to make mayonnaise, how to make different salad dressings, how to make butter, how to make ice cream, everything from scratch. So get this, kids. I have a 1961 from scratch cookbook. There are notes in the margins too. And not only that, but after my grandma passed, I'm, I told you guys about my grandma's apple strudel, the ones that they, they used to line up down the hall in college when it came in. Like I never had to go check my mail because they would go check my mail for me to see if grandma had sent an apple strudel because she would send me one like every it's, other week. It's it pretty was, fucking amazing. It was amazing. And people would line up down the hallway to get a piece of grandma's apple strudel. Um, and I'm a, a big softie. I'm always wanting to share. That shit was amazing. But after, uh, after she passed, apparently... Uh, everyone got together. I mean, I knew this had been done, but I didn't know where the recipe was. No one knew where the recipe was. Everyone got together and wrote down from memory the recipe for grandma's apple strudel. It's in the cookbook. Yeah, she found it. I found it. It's on a piece of notebook paper. It's in the cookbook. Handwritten. I'm so freaking excited. Anyway, so. Um, <laughs> it's just like always though. It's the old ways. It's 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 Going the stuff. The old ways. We have gotten away from it. Yeah. Think about it. Exactly. We, you know, people talked about it way back in the day. Well, people don't even hold doors open for anybody anymore. Mm. When was the last time that you, I mean, think about how automated we become though as a society overall. It's been forced on us. It's been pre-programmed. We have self, how many of you actually go look to talk to somebody when you're checking out of a supermarket? I, I don't. I go to the fucking self-checkout shit because I can do that shit and I don't have to talk with anybody and I don't have to sit there and listen to them. Mm -mm. And that's what I like. But that's me. I get to know the people at the grocery store. 
But I, I mean, that's me. <laughs> like this, we have a Publix right up the street from us. The Publix that's right up the street from us, they don't have the self checkout kiosks, which in some cases I think is better. I think it's kind of cool. But then you go down the road, like you go to Kroger, they've got like 20 of them. Dude, I'd prefer to go through them than fucking have to talk to somebody. No, see, I'd rather go through the regular line. I don't care if I have to wait behind someone. I'd rather go through the regular line. And even like the supervisor will come and be like, oh, self-checkout is, is but, open. And I say, I'm still waiting on my W-2 from last year's self-checkout. But that's, that's that programming. That's that programming that we've all become, we've kind of all fell susceptible to. Mm -hmm. And it, it, is it an issue? Um, I'm not going to say it's an issue or not. And and then though there will come the day where Amazon will shut down your smart home because your social credit score got too low. Wow, babe. Tied that right back up into a bow. Sure did. How about we throw a fucking square um, knot on the top to make sure that bitch <laughs> doesn't open again? Actually, and and amenity, I, I did see your message earlier about, um, I did see that Antarctica thing. I've actually had it since last night. I'm thinking we're probably going to do a um, kind of a conspiracy facts show tomorrow because I got a bunch of shit like that's coming true. Um, and it's going to take way too long to get into tonight because I really want to get into COVID tonight. Not just because I'm wearing my COVID-1984 t-shirt. I wore this specifically so that I would get into COVID tonight. Uh, but Rochelle Walensky got her ass dragged out on the congressional floor to answer some questions. Okay. So let's see what she said. And, and this actually, this first clip, this is pretty funny. This is Ivan Ranklin. And he, um, this, this was right before she got, before she started testifying. Hey, Dr. Walensky, Ivan Ranklin. I really look forward to you testifying about your involvement in murdering 38,000 Americans due to the jab. Thunder, 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 thunder kicks. Get the fuck out of here. Oh. <laughs> We're playing that again so you guys can hear this. Hey, Dr. Walensky, Ivan Raiklin, I really look forward to you testifying about your involvement in murdering 38,000 Americans due to the jab. I need to make a button for that. Look at that blonde bitch smirking, though. Did you see that? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, that's just nasty. Like, a dumb cunt. Due to the jab. Look at that. Look at that nasty look on it. Like, oh, fucking cunt. Yep. Um, anyway, so here's some of what uh, that demonic Walensky got drilled with. Yeah, pretty Hold much. Good. CDC frequently communicated with big tech and social media companies to coordinate the censorship of posts that express skepticism or criticism of the COVID 19 vaccines. Dr. Walensky, is there a difference between medical opinions and misinformation? Um, 
There are things that are scientifically proven over and over again in the literature, and those right. eventually become fact. But I think that there are ways to interpret that. that, that exactly. Re reasonable people disagree on, on a medical path forward, correct? I mean, that yeah, but I would also say that when there is increasing science, um, that leads to facts that more, more and more people then generally agree. I mean, patients often are advised to get a second opinion on, on medical advice. Uh, CDC records, however, show that CDC officials sometimes flag social media posts which they deem to be misinformation. My question is, did the CDC work with private companies to influence the censorship of dissent about vaccines? Um, you know, that topic is one that is under litigation in the courts, so I will not be speaking to that. Recently, Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg said that during the COVID-19 pandemic, the establishment kind of waffled a bunch of facts and then asked for a bunch of things to be censored that, in retrospect, ended up being more debatable or true. Did the CDC work with Meta, or I like to call it Facebook still, to censor or otherwise alter any post? Here's what I can tell you. The most important thing that has gotten out, us out of this pandemic, I think, is our vaccine and how well they work and how I, safe I they are. I understand that. And it was really important that the American people understand how well they work and how I, safe I, I they are. I understand it. Um, did, but, did, did, but in terms of the communications, that is, again, something that I'm not going to speak to because it is currently so under court. So you're not going to answer the question? Uh, it is currently under court litigation. I hear that so much on everything we do. It's, uh, it's currently under investigation. Did the president take a bribe? Dr. Jackson It's currently under investigation. Did the CDC ever work with Facebook to craft internal policies on censoring posts regarding the COVID pandemic? Again, this Can is something that? that is under court litigation. What I will say, though, it is so very important to get correct factual information out to people to understand the overwhelming benefit of these vaccines over the very What about Twitter? Risks. Can you answer that? I, I, again, under court So litigation. you refuse to answer the question? No, what I'm saying is it is under court litigation, oh. and I will say that the most important thing that we were working towards at CDC is to get facts out to people so they understood in plain language okay. what was important, which is the I'm going to reclaim my time. Facebook's policy on coronavirus misinformation dated February 8, 2021, said that it would purge, quote, false claims, including the notion that COVID-19 is man-made or manufactured. Director, did the CDC ever recommend that Facebook or other companies censor posts promoting the lab leak theory? We are all, we're speaking to the same thing. These are all uh, situations that are under court litigation. I will not be speaking Did, did the CDC ever recommend that Facebook or other companies censor posts suggesting that vaccines did not prevent the infection or, or spread of COVID-19? What was most that. important to CDC was to get information about how well the vaccines were working and how safe they are. And, um, you know, many of the questions, all of the questions that you're asking are along the same lines. They're currently under litigation in the courts. In, in, in one email, a CDC official tells a Twitter employee that, quote, CDC is working on a project with Census to leverage their infrastructure to, to identify and monitor social media for vaccine misinformation, unquote and that they would, quote, like the opportunity to work with Twitter's trust team on a regular basis to discuss what they are seeing, end quote. So, Director, did the CDC work on a regular basis with Twitter or other companies to monitor or censor vaccine misinformation? Congressman, can't, can't my answer, answer is the same. It's the same. It's the same line of questioning. We wanted to get important information out to the people so that they would favor vaccines because they were working. They were preventing severe disease and death. I understand. But it turns out that some of the perspectives that the government censored, like the lab leak theory, 
and some questions about the vaccine were, were correct all along. But the government censored that. A lab leak is possible. I would go even further to say the lab leak is probable. Uh, even some in the, in the government have admitted that. The vaccine did not stop spread or infection. I'm not saying it was completely bad, but it did not stop the spread or infection. I think, actually, if I could actually um, just correct that point, and that is initially it did. For the Wuhan strain and for the Alpha strain, all of the early data in the literature published in the New England Journal demonstrated that for those who worked, if you didn't get infected, that you were not transmitting it to other people. And it had very high efficacy early on, up to 96%. Well, I, so and, and it did change the, over time. I, understand, I, I hate to interrupt, but my time's expired. But the, the, that's something that this committee is going to continue to investigate. But with respect to censorship, uh, censoring dissenting opinions is unacceptable, and that's something else that this select committee needs to investigate. Uh, we don't need to see that ever happen again, and I look forward to trying to present the truth to the American people about what role the government played in censoring dissenting medical opinions, which may well prove to be true. Madam Chair, I yield back. Okay, first off. May well, no, it, it has, I believe. First off, on her data, on her 96% efficacy against Wuhan, the original alpha strain, that data is based on relative risk, not absolute risk. I believe that's correct. Basically, they look at your chances of getting COVID overall. And they factor that into your chances of getting it with the vaccine. They say it's 96% effective against getting COVID because you didn't have that high a chance of getting COVID anyway. Mm. Okay. The actual risk, the absolute risk of getting COVID, like if you're exposed and you've gotten the vaccine is only 5% effective. 5%. 95% of people who were exposed to COVID after getting the vaccine got COVID. In fact, now in Australia, Australia and the UK, all of the deaths from COVID in the hospital, every single one of them has been fully vaccinated. Every single one in the last year. Every single person has been fully vaccinated that has died from COVID in the last year. So... Um, not really a disease of the unvaccinated, is it? No. Cockstrong, you asked a very interesting question. Uh, scroll, let's scroll up here for a second. He asked why they put women in positions why, why of power. Why do they think you, they? Why do you think they put so many women in positions of power these days? Cockstrong, first of all, if, if you are who I think you are, which let, I think you are who let, I think you I, are, I want to answer this. Yeah, I got you. I'll let you in okay. one second. Okay. Kind of funny that she asked that question. Anyway. It's because he wants me to answer it. Yeah, roll tide type thing. Just um, let him know that. It's because women are evil. Obviously. <laughs> Purely. I mean, have you not figured that out yet? Um, two factors, I think, because A, women tend to be ruled by their emotions. Okay. They also, once they have a plan, they go forward for the most part, okay? 
whether or not it's going to work, they go forward. But personally, I think Satan is a woman. I think, I think Satan is Lilith. So, um, Lucifer, Lilith, you know, why do they put so many women in positions of power these days? Because the one that's controlling everything these days is a woman. That's why. Okay. Anywho. Um, Big Mike. <laughs> uh, however, let's go back to uh, good old Rochelle Walensky here. Things that was interesting is I too was threatened with my license. I did get censored as a physician who treated thousands of COVID patients by people on the internet, by people in government telling me I couldn't express my professional opinion as a doctor and as a scientist. Ironically, it goes full circle and it came once again from the politicization of this where people thought they were experts based on I'm powerful rather than I actually know what I'm talking about. And ironically, the things they censored me on, I turned out to be correct on. They wouldn't even allow a dialogue of medical professionals to actually debate the science on a national scene rather than just one size fits all, we're gonna let the government decide what's truth. And this is the problem I have with this. Um, you mentioned during the opening statements, uh, you said, uh, or actually during the open question, you said uh, that we didn't get information on vaccinated hospitalizations, which surprised me. I thought we did have some of that. Uh, I imagine it also carried over to ICU visits and probably deaths too, because if we don't have that, just to be clear, we don't have that at a national level. We at CDC collect data in cohorts so that we can follow that for vaccine effectiveness studies. But at a national level, we get hospitalization data, we get hospitalization for COVID data, but at a national level, we have never been able to get hospitalization, vaccination, and COVID. Yeah, so. Oh, okay. They've never been able to get vaccination data at the hospital? Why is that? Hmm. Maybe because they stopped asking people who went into the hospital with COVID if they were vaccinated. I wonder why. Well, that, that, that worries me because it seems to skew the data. And I see you nod your head. Yes, I agree. Well, well it's, I think it's, it just speaks to the real challenges in our data flows and our ability to give data back to the American people when we don't have full line of sight of all the data that people are interested in. Couldn't agree with you more, which I spent so much time, every time I admitted a patient, every time anybody was tested for, I filled out an egregious amount of EHR uh, paperwork in order to answer every question before I did any treatment or any admission. <clears throat> and yet, we never collected data on one of the most important statistics of all, which is vaccinated patients and the effectiveness of hospitalizations versus ICUs versus deaths. It wasn't a fair conversation. It seems like that was avoided. Were you asking for that information or was that just something that they didn't want to collect? So Dr. McCormick, let me just be clear. Um, what I want, we were looking at that in our vaccine effectiveness cohorts, in our vision and IV cohorts, so that we could report that out in vaccine effectiveness data. We were looking at that because we knew that that was critically important. But I do want to emphasize that we did not get data in aggregate. We are, again, just to be clear, we're not looking for PII here. We did, we did not get data in aggregate um, on vaccination and hospitalizations. All that data that you're falling, filling out in the EHR does not translate into public health data. And that is really why I've said our data highways are so clearly important if we are going to report on what is, you know, if on the outcomes that people are asking for. 
Why didn't get? Why didn't you get the data? You didn't answer the question. Hey, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. You see the back? ear? Yeah. See the ear of the dude, the bald headed dude right behind her. Uh -huh. That was the dude that asked the question. Uh, or asked, and our data I'm really, authorities. I'm really happy that you're here oh. to testify yeah, to all yeah, these yeah. deaths. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Recognize Mr. Jordan from Ohio. For Thank you, minutes. Mr. Chairman. Doctor, why did you and the Biden administration mislead the American people? Boom. Starting out hot. You'd have to say more. I'm March, when March 29, 2021. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus. Vaccinated people don't get sick. We got that information from clinical trials, but also real world data. Seems to me there are a number of statements you make in there that aren't accurate. Um, do vaccinated people carry the virus? In March of 2021, um, the vast majority of data demonstrated that the vast majority of people were not getting infected if they were vaccinated. That's not what you said. You didn't say the vast majority of people. You said vaccinated people do not carry the virus. Was that accurate? Uh, it was generally accurate. Generally accurate. Why not just be accurate? Why not just tell the American people the truth? Why not say, why not you say to the American people just what you said to me? We're big go, boys and girls. Go back just a little bit. Bring it back just a little bit. Right there, play. Vaccinated people do not carry yeah. the virus. Was that accurate? Uh, it was generally. Okay. Mark Jason Walker. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck oh. out of here. Oh. <laughs> Look at the body language. Yep. And take into account everything. The water bottles, the notebooks, the stand, her hands. Look at that wall she's got set up around her. She doesn't want to be there answering questions. Oh, hell no. She's lying her asshole. Oh, that yeah. evil bitch is lying her asshole. She knows because they can't find Fauci. She knows that she is the current Patsy. She is the current head on the chopping block. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Accurate. Generally accurate. Why not just be accurate? Why not just tell the American people the truth? Why not say, why don't you say to the American people just what you said to me? We're big boys and girls. We pay your salary. The government is supposed to be of the people, by the people, for the people. Why not just tell us the truth? Uh, I was speaking. Was six weeks later when you said if you were to get infected during post-vaccination, you can't give it to anyone else. Was that accurate? Uh, what was the date of that? May 19, 2021. Um, at the time, we had the Wuhan strain and then the Alpha strain. That was the Alpha strain that was circulating. That was generally true, yeah. Generally true again? Why not again? Why not tell the American people this is generally true? Um, I couldn't tell you the exact data on the vaccine effectiveness of symptomatic disease and severe disease at the time. What I can tell you is that we generally saw that if you were to get infected after you had been vaccinated, that you were not carrying the virus by transmitting it to somebody else. You could not transmit it to others. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Good, good. Let, 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 let's go back a little bit yeah, here. Play that again because that sounded weird. That sounded weird. Um, I couldn't tell you the exact data on the vaccine effectiveness of symptomatic disease and severe disease at the time. What I can tell you is that we generally saw that if you were to get infected after you had been vaccinated, that you were not carrying the virus by transmitting it. What? You were Wait, not what? carrying the virus by transmitting it? If you were to get infected after you got vaccinated, you were not carrying the virus by transmitting it to someone else. What the fuck sense does that make? So wait, 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 does that mean you just keep it to yourself? 
Is that like when you, when you fill out your will, you want all your money to go to you when you die? Maybe. And then it gets thrown in your coffin with you? Maybe it's because if you get the virus after being vaccinated, it's a direct effect of the vaccine and not because of a wild virus. That would be the only way that you wouldn't be That'd able be to transmit only. it to someone else. And Plausible even then, understanding. I mean, but even then, that's even difficult. Real thing. Shedding, yeah, it so, happens. Yeah, we're, we'll hopefully have time to get into that too. Anyway, MTG went after her too. This has also been ignored. The amount of miscarriages and still births that increased drastically due to your advice to get vaccinated. Pregnant women again, not people. And then we could go on and on about the tragic stories of myocarditis and many other things. But my question for you today, Dr. Walensky, is now that you're going to be leaving the CDC pretty soon, what job are you going to take? Are you going to be on the board of either Pfizer or Moderna? Because you've done one hell of a job in making sure that they've made a lot of money. What's um, so funny? And I yield back. Thank you for that question. Maybe first I will comment that um, CDC is not responsible for the purchase of vaccines, so I can't speak to the to all of the economics that you spoke to. Um, I will do want to talk a minute about the vaccine adverse um, reporting, vaccine adverse event reporting system. So that system is intended for any person who has gotten a vaccine. If they have an untoward event after that vaccine, whether or not is related to the vaccine, they report. It is intended to have an over-reporting all of the vaccines, not all, most of the vaccines that were being given, I remember we, we gave 676 million doses of that, the vaccine. Any adverse event, if you got hit by a truck after you got your vaccine, that was reported to the vaccine adverse event reporting oh, system. Shit. We at CDC have a responsibility to comb through every single one of them to review oh the medical no, 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 no. She just lied again in front of Congress. A thousand percent. She just lied. She just told the doctor up there. That no 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 no, we and, we stop. We weren't recording that data. Well, wait a minute. You weren't recording the data whether somebody was vaccinated or not. No. You just told me that you have every every fucking adverse event. Then she needs to be held right now that in contempt and brought up on charges immediately for the murder of every American that has died from this vaccine. Immediately. Uh, Maddie Zagari. Mm -hmm. Ernesto Ramirez mm -hmm. Jr. You know, yep. for her to say that every adverse event has been recorded, you know what? I know that's bullshit. You know how I know that's bullshit? Well, let's see. My dad has had six or seven adverse events from the vaccine. His doctors don't attribute them to the vaccine. I know that they're directly related because they're on that list. Didn't you just see, didn't you just get a list? Uh, you, a story came out that um, more Pfizer documents had been released mm -hmm. that showed they had, what, 393 pages of adverse events? No, well, hold on. Right? Well, okay. Let me, let me go back e to it. Every single one of the adverse events that my dad has experienced is on that list. And they all came pretty directly after his shot. My uncle died just a couple weeks after his shot from multi-system organ failure. And I can damn well tell you that that wasn't reported, but it was certainly related. My cousin out on the left coast, she's had 
brain fog and seizures and all kinds of crazy shit going on since her jabs. And they told her she's allergic to mold. Mm-hmm. Heather, y'all know Heather's story. Yep. Heather's had an adverse reaction to the vaccine. And you know what? I know that wasn't reported. She works in the fucking medical field. And you know what she tells me? They don't report these things to VAERS. They don't have time. It takes 30 to 45 minutes to put in a VAERS report. Okay? Doctors are allotted 15, 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes at the long if you have a whole bunch of shit going on wrong with you, but generally 15 minutes in and out and then another 15 minutes for them to write up the case notes and put in your prescriptions. Cause they got to give you a whole bunch of drugs. They don't have an extra 30 minutes. Say half their patients have what they suspect to be vaccine adverse reactions. And is there a time limit as to when these adverse reactions can be attributed to the jab? Because we're seeing adverse events come up to now going on three years later. Or it's still going on. I mean. Is there a, is there a time frame where the adverse events end? Where VAERS kicks it out? Nope, you can't say that's related because they got their jab a year and a half ago. Yep. She is so fucking full of shit. I just want to punch her in her smirking face. Well, no, literally Pfizer, another Pfizer document was released that shows, yeah, some 393,000 different adverse events that they were tracking prior to 2022. Um, And a lot of these are all the shit that we've been talking about. Like every single one of them every single one of the things we've been talking about. Yeah. The adverse events that we've seen all over the place. And she's worthless. Absolutely uh, worthless. She's done nothing but kill Americans and, and lie. she's going to get away with murder. And Absolutely. She's a... Mm. If they are related. It is the case that the vaccine doesn't prevent Ms. being Ms. hit. Ms. Walensky, I'll reclaim my time. You did nothing about that and continue to push vaccines. That's what the American people care about. We review all of the things that come into the vaccine adver- adverse event reporting system. I'd be happy to have our staff educate your staff on the work. I don't of- want my staff educated. You should educate the American people about what you've done of 1.5 million reports because they feel like you've done nothing and continue to say safe and effective. Um, maybe I will just close Thank by you, saying um, I don't have plans after I uh, step down. Thank you. Oh, you don't have, you're going to go into hiding. I have a plan. You're you're going to go into hiding after you step down. I, how, how much money did you make at the CDC that you can afford to retire at what, 50? I mean, she looks pretty young. Drenochrome costs some money. I got a plan. Walensky, do you feel that any accountability regarding the public perception and the lack of widespread confidence in the CDC and its public officials. Do you feel that that rests on the shoulders of leadership? Um, I I think would dispute the framing of that question. I think that there is increasing confidence in the CDC and that there has been an undermining scientific We have pulling from the the Pew Research Center that says more than half of American adults felt that there was misleading and false information. Dr. Walensky, is the CDC not capable of accurately reporting to the country the generalities in a public health situation specifically 
during the COVID pandemic? Um, actually, we can get back to the generalities that you speak to, and that is the quote at the Rachel Maddow show that where I said they can't carry the virus, meaning they can't transmit it to others. That was true for the alpha variant at the time that I said it. Even those who might have had a positive test, who might have had asymptomatic infection, a breakthrough asymptomatic infection, were not transmitting that virus to but anyone else. But your leadership has fractured the American public's confidence in the CDC. We are trying to work together as a bipartisan committee to work forward to understand how this misinformation and how these comments are made and yet walked back just in a matter of a few days by a spokesperson from your own CDC. This committee wants to understand this further. I think that we are coming to a conclusions as we work to shine a light on these problems. And I, again, thank Okay, stop. Nope, nope, fuck that dude. Nope, go back, rewind that, rewind that. They can't nope. carry the virus, meaning they can't transmit it to where others. Go he speaking. That was true for the alpha Go to where he's speaking. But your else. leadership has fractured the American nope, public's confidence in the CDC. We are trying to work together as a bipartisan committee to work forward to understand how this misinformation stop. and how... Did okay. he stroke? Whoa, whoa, stop. That's my issue right there. They, again, listen, I didn't even know Mr. McLeod or Cloud, Mr. Cloud, whatever, whatever cloud you're on, dude. No, no, this, they're trying to sweep this under the rug. Yep. Listen to what he just said. He just told you we're working with a bipartisan commission to make this disappear. No. For once in my life, I agree with Marjorie Taylor Greene. No, you have to prove it to the American people. No, we don't trust the whole federal government. Fuck all of you. All of you. Here's what's really going on. Just fuck right the fuck off. Here's what's really going on. Last. Clip. I understand you to say that most who had died from COVID were the vaccinated, not the unvaccinated, or did I mishear what you said? In uh, the UK, Australia, uh, South Africa, where they have good data systems, you know, the contemporary, let's say late 2021 and 2022, the majority who have been hospitalized and died are fully vaccinated. So right now, New South Wales just put out their data. Now, Australia is interesting because they had pre-vaccinated the whole country and then COVID got there late. So Australia was the real test of whether or not the vaccines would work and they failed colossally. So the most recent analysis, 99% of people hospitalized and died are fully vaccinated. United States, our CDC tracked these breakthrough infections. They tried, people reported the CDC, May 1st of 2021, the CDC was overwhelmed with fully vaccinated Americans who were being hospitalized and died. They gave up. They put a notice on their website. They said, we gave up. We, we cannot track breakthrough infections. The vaccine was failing so badly. And that would be why she said that they don't have that data because there was so much that they stopped tracking it. Hmm. Hmm. We had a recession yet. We didn't even get to that story, which is a shitty part. By the way, interest rates are going to stay the same now. Yeah. So that means um, we didn't get the incline, mm. which means, which is really actually very shitty for us. Um, Cause next quarter, when we get the incline, it's going to be more like a point and three quarters, not a we'll half see. point. We'll see. Or a point and a half. We'll see. 
they're going to try and ride it out until, you know, till it crashes. Anyway, we'll be back tomorrow. Today's Wednesday, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what day is it anymore. It is. Uh, so we'll be back tomorrow. 5.45 for Liana's Musical Lounge, 6 p.m. for the start of the intro. You know, that goes about 10 minutes, 6.10 if you don't want to watch the intro and want to hop in for the actual show. Um, although, you know, we encourage you to listen to the, the music because it kind of puts you in the mood. And we always pick a different song to open with, so, you know. Try to. Anyhow. Try to keep it as different as possible. Yeah. You'll so. never know what's coming. Normally, the name kind of gives it away sometimes. Like today, obviously, it was about money. Mm-hmm. So. And money we've talked about. Everything's about money. So Everything. we'll be back tomorrow. And uh, I think that's about it. Because Josh is coming up next year on the Red Pill Project. So tune in over there to the Daily Dose. and uh, Or uh, We the People Radio comes on at 8.30, I believe, right? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. So yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you might as well take us out. You've no, done everything else. You're good. Go nope, ahead. Nope. Nope. You've done it all. Might as well just keep going. For V Lynn and Mick. <laughs> Thanks for watching, y'all. Have a good night.